Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. This is where you get nutrition, health, fitness, performance, all perfectly packaged together in a bite-sized podcast to help educate and motivate you to stay on your fitness journey. Today we are talking about a listener question that came in, the benefits of heat exposure and cold exposure. So I thought I'd turn this into a two-part uh, series or a two-part podcast because there are so many benefits to both of these modalities. And think about it. Um, you know, we live in a modern environment. Uh, our thermostats all across the world are likely set at somewhere between 65 and 80 degrees. Um, and most homes average anywhere from 68 to 72. So we're very conditioned to this, you know, four degree temperature change in our homes, which makes us uh, kind of soft to the temperature changes outside. This is why um, you hear people commonly just complain about, oh my gosh, it's so hot. Oh my gosh, it's so cold. Oh my gosh, you get all worked up over temperature when it was just a hundred years ago that um, temperature fluctuations we were much more adapted to and it wasn't such a uh, thing of topic to talk about, right? So what are the benefits if we adapt ourselves to heat exposure is what we're gonna talk about today. Uh, primarily people think of this as sauna. Um, you know, we're gonna go over a few different modalities today, but uh, here's some of the benefits and why I think we should consistently train our bodies to be adapted to heat exposure. Number one on the list that I found uh, was recovery from sore muscles. Obviously this is the Muscles and Veggies podcast and so we use our muscles a lot in training, working, different, doing different things and you know one of the primary benefits of heat exposure um, whether it be sauna or whether it be hot baths like Epsom salt baths is the long proven ability to recover sore muscles. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why, and I could get really deep into the science of this. Uh, there's a thing called heat shock proteins. Uh, basically the heat shock inside of our cells produces these proteins uh, that aids not only in you know, recovering sore muscles, but also building and keeping more muscle around. Which again, if you've heard me talk about this we're trying to keep as much muscle around as possible. Why? Because it prote protects against obesity, it protects against diabetes, it, it improves our metabolism, uh, it improves our hormones. There's so many reasons why we should try to keep as much muscle mass on our bodies, whether you're a male or a female. So these heat shock proteins are developed in response to a high heat environment. That's why they're called heat shock proteins. Anyways, I like, like I said, I'm not going to go deep into the, the nitty gritty of this, but just know that constant heat exposure, and we're going to go over what exactly that kind of consists of uh, as we get deeper in the podcast, but constant heat exposure helps us to recover and build more muscle mass. Number two, is it the obvious, and this is what most people use uh, heat exposure for, is detoxification. So detoxification is the how this works is really simple. Um, our body has a mechanism to keep itself cooler 
in a hot environment. And that is, i.e., sweating. When we sweat profusely, we are clearing toxins through our lymphatic system, and our lymphatic system pushes those out through excreting water through the epidermis layer or the skin. So we are actually pushing out, believe it or not, um, chemicals, metals, um, toxins that we are taking in or in our bloodstream. They're going circulated through our lymphatic system. The lymphatic system pushes those things to the liver. And if we're not sweating, the liver has to do all the job. But we can aid our liver and actually improve the health of our liver by constant sweating. And this does not, doesn't have to be from sauna uh, or heat exposure, but this is also why exercise is so important. Because when we are exercising, if you're exercising enough and to the right intensity and in the right heat, your body's gonna sweat. And that sweating on a daily basis or an every other day basis just from our exercise improves the liver function, uh, improves lymphatic function because just moving on a regular basis uh, through exercise and movement, that also helps the lymphatic system to work more efficiently. So detoxification is absolutely crucial because we are in a modern environment like we've been talking about, and that modern environment is full of xenoestrogens. Um, these are hormone-like compounds that are in all of our fragrances and shampoos, conditioners, uh, lotions, sunscreen, you know, all these things are proven to be estrogen-like compounds that reduce our testosterone, it reduces our progesterone, and it actually impairs and increases estrogen dominance in the body. So that's why it's so important that we kind of understand the role of this detoxification and why we want to constantly focus on detoxification. Another reason why I like the smoothie salad roasted that you've heard me talk about uh, because it's aiding in detoxification with the smoothie, also with the amount of fiber you're having at the salad at lunch, and just an anti-inflammatory diet, which reduces the overall burden on the liver, on the body. So again, I cannot emphasize the importance of detoxification and how the sauna uh, or the hot, the hot tub or the hot bath and exercise dramatically improves detoxification. The second thing, I'm sorry, the third thing is longevity. Um, I cannot state the importance of this. If you don't believe me, look this up. Um, a Finnish study, because there's so much sauna research out of Finland and in Northern Europe, um, it concluded over 40,000 individuals over a, 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 you know, a lifetime of these people that they studied that people who use sauna had a 40% decreased mortality rate overall. That means that, that the people that use the sauna on a regular weekly basis, that they had a 40% decrease in overall mortality from heart disease, cancer, diabetes, obesity, you know, the list goes on. So it's huge when it comes to longevity. Um, the research is clear. Like I said, just type it in, give it a Google, um, longevity research sauna, and just look at all the data. It's just staggering. So we know that um, the benefits of sauna are there when it comes to longevity, anti-aging, and things like that. Number four, we have to talk about increased metabolism. 
Um, sauna has been proven to increase your metabolic rate, uh, and that's also due to these heat shock proteins and the metabolic changes that happen when you're in the sauna and you're forcing your body to adapt to this hotter temperature. Um, it, these mechanisms are taking place that it's opening up the pores of the skin, it's increasing circulation because it's trying to keep the body cool. So this is a minor stress on the body that creates these anti-aging adaptations, but also the adaptations to the metabolism as well. Um, multiple studies found decrease in joint pain. So this goes back to our recovery of sore muscles, which was number one. So, you know, if you're a lifter in the gym and you're lifting heavy and you're constantly um, putting that stress on your body, as well as like if you're working outside and doing manual labor, uh, the sauna has consistently been shown, along with Epsom salt baths, to dramatically decrease joint pain in individuals. Another thing that was found, this is number six, improve sleep. Uh, so across the board, people who used the sauna, people who had constant heat exposure, uh, had improved sleep quality and improved sleep duration. So we talk a lot about sleep on this podcast. And its ability to aid us in you know all aspects of health. So I cannot emphasize that enough. Uh, when it comes to increased sleep. Now, lastly, there was a correlation found with people who used heat exposure or sauna to reduce stress. Um, and you may think this is adding a stress to our life um, in a, what they call a hormetic stress, you know, by forcing our body to adapt to the heat. But they've also found that sauna also was very relaxing for most people and it had the ability to reduce stress, which reduces cortisol, which reduces blood sugar, which aids in fat metabolism. So all these things combined, we can, I mean, this, the evidence is clear that heat exposure, sauna, Epsom salt baths, exercise, these things that raise our core body temperature, they have dramatic uh, benefits on a long scale basis. I personally am sitting in the sauna right now. I record my podcast in the sauna because I can kill two birds with one stone. I try to do, I try to get my sauna in at least three days a week. So these are on my non-workout days. So I work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday when I'm personal training people. And then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and sometimes Sunday, I will in the morning uh, jump in the sauna. And normally I'm looking to do 15 minutes of pre-warm-up so i'm sitting in the sauna for a total of 30 minutes usually i aim for 15 minutes of that as profusely sweating sometimes i get 25 because i drink hot tea in the sauna as well uh, i do this when i take epsom salt baths i will drink hot tea because it warms my core body temperature while my external body temperature is also raising from either the epsom salt bath or um, the sauna so Three to four times a week, I think, is absolutely perfect. I also think that aim for about 30 minutes. Um, maybe you have to start with 20 at first until you become more and more heat adapted. And I'll tell you, one of the major benefits that I found years ago when I did this was in training for triathlon races, which I don't do anymore, but in training for those races, uh, a lot of it you know, was done in the spring and the summer uh, is when most triathlons are. And so training for that 
I found that my work capacity was so much better in hot temperatures and I could continue farther than most people um, because I had this added benefit of training my body to be adapted to heat. So this also correlates to the gym. Um, if you are consistently in the gym, but you're also training your body to adapt to heat, your body will hold up under uh, exercise stress better because it's more adapted to deal with the excess heat that comes from exercise. Um, the Epsom salt baths, I want to touch on this real quick. You know, the magnesium sulfate is a great way to put into hot water and your body to absorb more magnesium. Uh, if, it, if you've ever heard of float tanks, uh, float tanks is a, a new trend that's going around because of this massive dose of magnesium sulfate or Epsom salt. Uh, they literally put like 400 pounds of Epsom salt into a small bath and you can't even sink. That's why it's called a float tank because of the amount of salt that's in that water. And the benefits are huge because we're absorbing this magnesium through our epidermal layer and into our bloodstream. So the, you can see the benefits from just Epsom salt baths at home, increased relaxation, increased sleep, increased uh, sleep duration decreased stress, um, overall improved quality of life. I mean, there's so many benefits to these Epsom salt baths and float tanks, so I can't advocate that enough. So you can see by this podcast, there's so many benefits to training our bodies to adapt to heat exposure at least a few times a week. And maybe you don't have a sauna at home, or maybe that's not something you want to invest in right now. Start with Epsom salt baths. Um, try to get them on your recovery days, your non-workout days. Uh, shoot for like 30, 30 minutes in an Epsom salt bath. Make sure it's hot enough that you are sweating. Uh, hot tubs are great for this as well, but I advocate dodging the chemicals if at all possible because um, obviously public hot tubs and hot tubs that have a lot of chemicals, um, you're not getting that detoxification effect because you're actually adding a chemical burden instead of you know making it be a therapeutic detoxification. This is why I like Epsom salt baths done at home in your bath. Um, and I could go on about water filtration and making sure you have a good whole house water filter or at least a, a faucet filter that filters the water. Because again, think about this. If we're trying to get the detoxification benefits um, and we don't want you know the common things found in city water like fluoride and chlorine and different uh, chemical treating things that they put in city water, because you know why would I want to heat my body up open up my pores and take in that water into my body um, if it's not completely clean so there's things you can get like shower filters there's things you can get a whole house filter there's different ways to do that but regardless the benefits of Epsom salt baths on a regular basis is a great way to start if you don't have access to a sauna uh, they also have these zip-up saunas now that you can get, uh, that you can do at home. Um, they're just a couple hundred bucks, and they're space efficient. They work really good. They're infrared. And maybe I should touch on that for a second. Uh, the difference between, like, a steam sauna and an infrared sauna. Infrared, whether it's near or far, has the ability to increase your core body temperature internally faster than a, uh, just a steam sauna. Uh, but the steam saunas get much hotter and that increases your external body temperature much faster. So I personally use an infrared dry sauna and that's just because it's inside my house and I don't want a ton of moisture 
Um, because all my whole house is wood, it's all tongue and groove and tongue and groove ceiling, tongue and groove walls, and I don't want those absorbing a whole lot of that steam that's generated in a, a steam sauna. But uh, whichever you have access to, I am totally a fan of. Again, if if you see these benefits and you experience them, it's so much um, easier to stay on a, a normal routine of heat exposure and sauna and Epsom salt baths and exercise. So listen, if you've got anything from this podcast today, do me a quick favor. As soon as this podcast ends, please go to Google Places, type in Muscles and Veggies Fitness and leave me a Google review. This helps people find my personal training services, um, helps people find me in general and I would greatly appreciate it if you took the time to do that. You can also leave me a review on Spotify or iTunes or any platform that you're listening to this on. This helps more people find the podcast as I don't run ads uh, of any sort other than asking people to leave reviews. And next time, we're going to go over the benefits of cold exposure and how to get started in a cold exposure routine. So listen, uh, I wish you a good day. Thank you for the last... 17 minutes of your time and see you next time on the muscles and veggies fitness podcast